0: Welcome to How Do You Write. I'm your host, Rachel Herron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 132 of How Do You Write. I'm Rachel Herron. I am so pleased that you're here today. I am talking to New Zealander Julie Schooler. Um, I'm also a New Zealander, something I'm quite proud of. I do not have the accent; I just have dual citizenship because my mom was a New Zealander. Um, I did have the accent until I was seven, of course, and it still comes back when I'm very, very, very tired. Uh, it used to come back when I was drunk, but. Um, I don't get drunk anymore, so it doesn't come back very often. But it was a lovely talk, talk to her. She's a truly sparkly personality and uh, um, it was wonderful talking to her. So you're going to enjoy her take on writing. And just a quick little catch up on my end. Everything is going pretty well. Um, I have been working hard and also trying to maintain some of that elusive balance. And the other day I was relaxing and I thought to myself, oh God, I can't relax. Why you you can't relax? And I remembered all over again, relaxing and downtime is part of a balanced life. And I am so bad at it. I'm so bad at it that when I'm good at it, I feel guilty. So I have kind of been meeting that head on and staring at it and literally sitting with it and meditating on it and reminding myself that, yeah, I can do a whole bunch of stuff. I am writing a lot. I am actually doing some marketing uh, because I have an accountability partner for it. And it's actually been fun to be thinking about ways to increase um, money that's coming in and the work that is going out. So I've hired a virtual assistant to help me with some of the, um, formatting stuff, the real technical stuff that I do all the time. And I don't need to do, I know how to do it. Other people know how to do it so I can pay someone to help me do it. Uh, that feels very, very, very strange to me, but, um, basically Zach Bohannon, uh, Jay Thorne's other half, Kicked my ass into um, admitting defeat at the hands of my to do list. It's never going to get done. It's never going to all get done. And a lot of it is really good stuff that should get done. So I'm asking for help and that feels uncomfortable. So I will keep you posted on that. I may um, start to work with her on Monday and decide not to work with her on Tuesday. I believe that is called firing, but I can't even say that word out loud. That's how I feel about that. So, um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, in other very exciting news, stolen things, the thriller that is coming out in August from Penguin got picked up by Target. Yo, it's going to be in a Target near you. Um, dude, 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 um My first book was in Target, and none of my other books have been in Target. Uh Just in terms of how sales went, Um it's hard to get placement in Target. And Target does like a debut author. And with my first book, uh, book I was a debut author. With this thriller, R.H. Heron is a debut author. I think that might be part of it. Also, the cover, they really, they really judge by the cover, right? And it's such a beautiful cover. So I'm imagining that hardback there. I'm imagining you going into your target and, um, petting it, maybe putting it up in eyesight, taking a picture of yourself with it. I'm not even going as far as to imagine people buying it. I'm just imagining at this point, people seeing it and liking what it looks like. So, um, when you do see it in the wild in a couple of months, just a couple of months, do send me a picture. I would really, really like that. And, uh, so that was exciting news that I got today. Um, in other news, I have a couple of new Patreon pledges. Thank you so much. You guys allow me to do this job. Thank you to Casey. I really appreciate you being on board. And thank you to Laura King who joined at the level at which you get coaching with me once a month. And, um, that is really, really fun. Those are some of my favorite hours of a month is sitting down with you guys and talking about and working on your projects. It's so fun. I mentioned this really briefly when I was talking to Julie on the, on today's episode, but the fact that I've been able to over the course of many years of hard, hard work, um, but I've actually been able to craft this life. I talk about it a lot. Um, but this life has been cobbled together in such a way now that allows me to talk to incredible people who are writers And that's my full-time gig is if I'm not writing, I'm dealing with writing in some sort, either my own or other people's. And it is freaking rad. And for some reason, I think about it a lot when I'm on the highway, when I'm running an errand or something, I think it is two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon and I'm taking the dog to the vet because, um, number one, at least one dog always has to go to the vet. Am I right? And number two, I get to do this. I get to do this and coming from a place where I spent literally 17 years turning down invitations. I worked nights and weekends and all holidays. And there was just never a time that I could say yes to go do things with my family and friends. And now I get to always say yes. Three years later, they're still in shock when I show up to an event. Um, going to an event in an hour and a half. And it's because I get to do this writing life and. The fact that you guys show up and listen to me talk to other writers is just such an honor and a joy. So um, thank you. I haven't said thank you in a while. Thank you very much for being here. All right. On to the delightful interview with Julie. Please enjoy. Please get some of your own writing done. Please do hit me up over at write.net or email me or Facebook or Twitter or wherever you like. I do love hearing what y'all are up to. Um, some of you do email me. And you're surprised when I write back, hell yeah, I want to know. So yeah, tell me about it. Okay, happy writing to all of you. And we'll talk soon. Why, yes, I do have a Patreon. I write essays about living an honest, creative life. And truly, they're the most important thing I write each month. I wouldn't be able to afford the serious time it takes to write them without the support of my benefactors. They are true patrons of the arts in the old-fashioned sense of the word. If you become one of my sponsors for as little as $1 a month, and seriously, those $1 pledges add up and are amazing, you'll get each essay as I write them, as well as the full backlist, more than 24 essays that I'm really friggin' proud of. Other perks at other levels include being thanked in the acknowledgements and getting a signed copy of each new book I write. You can even get monthly coaching from me at a cheaper rate than I normally offer. Go to patreon.com slash Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L, to find out more. And thank you so much. Well, I could not be more pleased to welcome Julie Schooler to the show today. Hello, Julie. Hello, Rachel. How are you? I'm so glad to talk to you. We were just discussing off camera. Um, you're a fellow New Zealander. Uh so it's been lovely to be
1: listening to your
0: accent, which I lost a long time ago. <laughs>
1: so, You're so surprised with the New
0: Zealand connection. That's it's, so great. It's such a strange, small... Place to, you know, have family. (laughs) So, yeah, it's wonderful. All right, let me give you a little bit of bio so people know who you are. Julie Schooler is an author of seven books and Mama of Two Beautiful Tiny Humans. Her easy-peasy books provide simple and straightforward information on parenting topics. And the Nourish Your Soul series shares delicious wisdom to feel calmer, happier, and more fulfilled. Julie lives with her family in New Zealand, a small, magnificent country at the bottom of the world where you may find her trying to bake the world's best Chocolate brownie. Have you succeeded yet?
1: Yes, I did it once. And I'm, <laughs> trying
0: to, um, I'm
1: trying to. I'm trying to replicate what I did. I, I. I think it's all about the cooking time. So, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> to get that right
0: texture, you know, it has to be yeah. like a little crunchy on the outside, a little yeah. chewy on the inside. Yeah, I, I can't do it. No, I. I, yeah. I buy them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so with two tiny humans tell us about your process. What, what is your, what is your writing process look like? When do you get this done? Yes. Yeah, so I get it done when they're at school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so school and kindergarten. So
1: I, I drop them off and I quickly race back home or I go for a walk if I'm really good and, um, and then race back home and, Right, right, write or or do business, or blog, or or whatever, or social media. Too much time on social media for four hours, and then I pick them up, and <laughs> and I just try to get it done, and and then sometimes in the evenings and and things like that. So I wish I could do it first thing in the morning, but as soon as I creep past their doors, they just they wake up and 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 bound out of bed. So
0: you're, you're ideally, first way, thing yeah. in the
1: morning. It happens,
0: (laughs) but it's interesting. Um, I have been remembering lately when I first started out in the business, I I literally never got more than 45 minutes a day ever because I was working so many hours of the job and you can get a lot done with small amounts of time if you are dedicated to it.
1: Yes. Yeah. uh, Yes. I I write in the cracks as well. I, I think I've got half an hour or something and, uh, yeah. And sometimes in the evening, yeah and how do you catch your writing is this on the computer by hand or it's all right here on my laptop on a word documents all word documents still i know about scrivener and i have not jumped into that pond yet so well, you yeah. know
0: what's interesting about that i just recently learned and maybe this has been around forever but i recently learned that word has a way to put all your scenes um visible in the left hand column and you can jump between them and move them around did you know that
1: no, I had no idea. There's it, a
0: way. And there's probably so much functionality that we never use. Exactly. And that's basically the best part of Scrivener is being able to do that. So when when somebody just recently explained that to me last week, I thought, well, you don't you don't need Scrivener then. That's what we have in that's what we love in Scrivener. Go on with your word self. You know, you've got everything right there.
1: I, mean, I, I write mostly nonfiction quite short, so I don't know. Scrivener's is perhaps better for fiction.
0: Uh, yeah it's just it's just a, it's just a <laughs> holder yeah yeah what is your biggest challenge when it comes to writing
1: i've just um just got went through it again i've just finished my book and uh, the latest book called rediscover your sparkle and it's trusting that creative process in like eight books now and i don't trust it and i need to trust it and i need to go i, I start at the beginning and i go I don't know enough, I don't know enough, I don't know enough and then I research, research, research and then I research too much and then and then I just put it all down and it's just a big blob and and then halfway through I, I can't see an ending, I can't see an ending and then, and then I get to the end and I'm like, oh, that worked again, that worked again <laughs> and every time the creative process beats me around the head and every time I should just let it, I should just trust it.
0: I have the exact same problem. I, and I'm, I'm 20 some books in. And every single time when I get near the end, I just don't think I could do it. And I have to revise my way to the end to figure it out. But I forget it every single time. And I I think every time that it has finally beaten me, and I will not be able to do it. And then you do it. Yeah, yeah. We should be more friends with it. <laughs> I know. And if I could just remember it, it would be great. And a lot of times, it's my wife who has to remind me. She's like, "Well, you're you're just exactly where you should be, right?" And I say, "What? What are you talking about?" Yeah, she's she's always yeah. right. Yeah, don't don't let her don't tell her I said that. <laughs> what is your biggest What is your biggest joy in writing? But I just love it. I love
1: I love everything. I love everything about it. I love writing. I love being able to write. And, um, much better than my previous life as as an accountant. Uh, so. (laughs) How did you make, how did you make that switch? Um, I, I lost my job. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to do it. I wanted to find something else to do. So. (laughs) And when was that? How long ago was that? So that was four years ago when I was, uh, pregnant with my second child, lost my job. And went, goodness, I don't know what to do. Don't really want to jump back into another job when I'm six months pregnant. And, um, been writing ever since I, um, yeah, so I went from, um, being an accountant to writing my first book on potty training. So it was a big switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I just love it. I just, I, I love all the things that have come from it in the last four years and, and it makes me feel like I'm on, on, on the right path, very early on the right path, but I feel like I'm on the right path. I feel like I've got this, I don't know if you can see it. I've got this bracelet on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and this was given to me by a friend. And, and I, I was invited onto a summit, an online summit a few years back. And, and my friend watched it and it, it made her realize her dream of creating the bracelets. And, and she gave me this bracelet as a thank you. Can you imagine it? I wrote a potty training book and now I've got a bracelet. So um I That's would beautiful. you know, I would never think I yeah. would never in a million years thought that something like that would happen. I've got this pen here as well. This is from my editor. My editor sent me a pen. So isn't that nice? It's wonderful. And some chocolates from May. How cool is that? <laughs>
0: oh, very, very cool. Isn't that awesome the one we're just like driving around? And I'll think of these things, you know, I'll think, oh boy, I'm able to drive around today and do this errand because of the way I've set up my life. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are, your kids, they...
0: are your kids at school right now? Is it morning there? Is that about right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. Is, this is your yeah. work. Day. It would not be this quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but you're Very not well. at an accountant job either. We would not be having
1: this conversation. Yes. So, yeah. Oh my. Exactly. Exactly. I get to meet amazing people who are designing their own lives. Yeah.
0: Was it something that you always wanted to do, be a writer?
1: Mm. Yes, and I just I just squashed it down for 20 mm. years, you know, 30 years or whatever. And um and I when I had my first child, I started dabbling in a, writing a blog and sort of uh, writing picture books. So I always think I sort of created life, and I feel like my creativity came back. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's, a good, so. that's a good way to say it. Can you share a craft <laughs> tip of any sort with us?
1: Well, I feel like uh, I have so many, but I wanted to talk about doing NaNoWriMo because I write, mostly write nonfiction, but you're like a NaNoWriMo uh, on the board or something so i'm not sure if I <laughs> absolutely
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm on the ra- i'm only on the writer's board but which is not like the actual executive board so it's 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 only honorary um but tell me about your experience and why do you think it's good for all writers including like you an author of non-fiction
1: yeah so national novel writing month it happens in november but it can happen anytime people so um so i write mostly non-fiction but i I did Nano 2016 for the first time, Mm -hmm. and then in 2018 I seem to do it every two years. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, and I did it in 2016. I in 2016 I did 40 things on my bucket list to coincide with my 40th birthday, and so that was one. That's a great plan. Yeah, it was. It was. It was fun, and and. Actually, to tell the truth, Nanowrimo was one of the things I wasn't looking forward to. I was like, "Whoa, that's a that's a big challenge." But it's just so ridiculous, and and that's why people should do it. It's, it's so ridiculous to think that you can write a novel in a month, and and you just and I don't know, you just it's just that whole day by day writing a little bit every day. It just gets you in the practice. It's that BIC that button chair kind of thing. Um, and it's just and like I I'm a very organized person, accounting background, and I really thought. I would um, um, write a huge outline, have character notes, and basically I wrote a big mind map and then threw it away and pants my entire way through a novel. And honestly, it's not very good and it's not going to get published anytime soon or probably ever. But it was, it was just really good for my creativity. What did it feel like while you were in the middle of it? It was, it was just a whole lot more fun than I thought. It was just a real achievement and I, and, and I really enjoyed it. I, I thought I was going to be godlike and I thought I was going to maneuver my characters around and they just slammed me. They just had ideas and they spoke dialogue that I didn't even know where it was coming from. It was amazing. Yeah, it was magical.
0: One of the things I really like about Nano, when you're writing that fast is, well, at least I, I can only speak for myself and my brain is kind of a sieve and, uh, And I'll go back a few weeks later and look at what I wrote. And I, there's no recollection of writing it. I don't have, I don't remember ever seeing those words before. And it's so
1: fun (laughs) because some of them
0: are are pretty good.
1: Yeah. You're like, Oh, I like that sentence. Yeah. I I mean, there's no, I mean, there's almost no plot, but I, I sort of had this whole idea in mind of three sisters. So the first nano was on the first sister. And so I did the second nano on the second sister and I, had to reread my first one so that I could kind of, you know, sort of, yeah, write, know what I was writing, what I, you know, what color eyes I had, and things.
0: And I was like, oh, that wasn't too bad. Oh, that, oh, that was terrible, but that wasn't too bad. Oh, oh, it was really surprising. Yeah. That's the magic of nano. Yeah, I really thought I, my very first one was two thousand six, and I thought I had written just nothing but garbage, and that was the surprise when I went back to it. Was yeah. a lot of it was garbage, but there were some really decent parts too so oh it's gorgeous yeah. i'm so glad that yeah. you brought it up and if, if anybody is interested please 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 we encourage you to give it a try it changed it changed my life i think i don't think i know that i owe my writing career to NaNoWriMo and Chris Beatty the founder is a friend oh. now and oh, really? and he knows yeah. he knows how i feel about that the fact that he had this crazy idea um, 20 years ago this year i think um, yes, twenty years. Yeah, twenty years ago, yeah. um, and has get, you know, and I never had finished a book before. It was it changed everything for me. It allowed me to become a writer because finally I could believe in myself. So I, swear, I, I, I read I read his book. I read the No Plot No Problem yeah. book. Yeah. yeah and it's so great i didn't yeah. do
1: it for 10 like oh no it's probably like seven years or something i didn't yeah. do it yeah yeah so yeah. it just helps you finish something even if you don't finish it even if you don't get to fifty thousand words even attempting exactly. it is amazing even yeah.
0: looking back and saying oh my god i wrote twenty five thousand words i've never yeah. done anything like that before yeah, yeah. and everyone be. thinks you're crazy it's great <laughs> and they res- they respect you and kind of walk very carefully around you like don't upset her she's a writer She's doing yeah. something this month. She's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She hasn't showered, but that's okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so um, what is the thing in writing that you're most excited to talk or to think about when you're around other writers? What do you always go back to?
1: Uh, a couple of things. I I, th- I like to champion people. I like people to celebrate their successes. A lot mm. of people don't celebrate enough. I created an Auckland Authors Facebook group a year ago oh, and cool. uh and, and it's just really nice meeting like-minded people and actually talking about writing and things because people in your normal life don't like to talk about writing and books all the time. So, and and then they and like little things come out and and they get invited to a festival or they get to talk do a talk and they don't tell anyone and I'm like, tell people in the group. This is amazing. You know, we need to celebrate this thing. And also just answering questions and just getting feedback. It, yeah. Yeah, we're having a great time in there.
0: So how do you celebrate your your successes? How do I celebrate? I, I just tell everybody.
1: <laughs> I, I don't have any qualms of celebrating my successes. I just feel like most writers, you know, like whole introvert stereotype, like, you know, like, you know, I just I don't think people celebrate enough for anything. I, think I absolutely agree. think birthdays and, you know. so
0: yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I 100% accept and honor the wishes of people who hate their birthdays and don't want them to be brought up but i i do not subscribe i wake up and my first words are it's my birthday you know <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell the grocery store cleric i put it on twitter you know just it's, yeah. it's my day today is my day
1: yeah <laughs> I thought, If it was a free birthday you wouldn't be here so you don't celebrate it you know I've got- I've got a couple of close people in my life who are coming up to, like, you know, birthdays with zeroes on the end, and, and they don't seem excited. I'm like, be excited, you know? Yeah.
0: I'm still four years away from my 50th, but I'm going to do something amazing, and I don't yeah. know what. Cause I've been planning my 50th
1: good. for like 12 years.
0: So Well, and you sounded like you did great with the 40th of the 40 bucket list. I think <laughs> yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, that sort of came out. That
1: was actually like wasn't planned. It sort of just sort of evolved. But um, yeah, yeah. Just, I woke up on my 30 nights and went, I've got to do something next year. I've got to do something big. Yeah. And, then, and, and it wasn't until afterwards, after the entire year that I went, oh, I could write a
0: book on that. <laughs> and, and did you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I wrote a book on how to do a bucket list and yeah. Yeah. Not just to do Backlit a challenging list. bucket list, but just how to write a bucket list. And what is the book yeah. called?
0: Uh bucket list blueprint.
1: List I'm going to get it
0: because I was just sitting here thinking, how would I write a bucket list? I literally had that thought because my <laughs> 50th is coming. That would be a good challenge. I always I like a numerical kind of challenge anyway. Is it right yeah.
1: there? Yeah. So you need something. There Oh yeah. yes, it's beautiful. Yeah. Good cover too. I, I that's not the hot air balloon I went on, but I did go on a hot air balloon because that would go that, on that's my like list.
0: The thing that you're meant to do when you have a bucket list, right? <laughs> Except the thing about a hot air balloon is that I always think it's wonderful, but then I realize you know, there's another random stranger in there with you, the operator. I don't want him. Yeah. I just want, you know, me soaring above the earth.
1: Yeah, and, and, and other tourists. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it's fine. It, like, it really is. Like, it is pretty amazing. And okay. also, I just I just want to tell people, if they're thinking about it, that they don't have to do all the expensive things, like a hot air balloon. Like, I did a, a, I made sure at least half my things were really low cost and, and didn't hardly cost me anything. So That's important. Uh, yeah, because I just couldn't do 40 things in a year that were all like hot blending, So.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Nano I Didn't cost me anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. a, and it's a life changer. Well, yeah. speaking of books, um what is the best book you've read recently and why did you love it?
1: Yeah, I'm on a Brené Brown binge. Oh, yeah. isn't she wonderful? Uh, what is oh, your, well, what she, is your favorite? Right. And so I just read I just read an actual book of Gifts of Imperfection and I listened to the audiobook of Daring Greatly. And that's the new so, one is Daring Greatly, right? No, I think she's got a couple oh, others. So one. I bought a couple, I, I bought, I got her book out of the library and then I just bought all her books. Cause I, I was just like, I want to highlight the entire thing. <laughs> she's speaking to me. And, yeah. uh, and usually when I, you know, I listen to her TED talk a few times and, usually when I buy a book from a Ted speaker, I'm like, uh, they haven't seen anything new, but her books are just, are just full, full of truth bombs. Like amazing. Yeah.
0: Yes. And everyone I, should at least watch her Ted talk. Absolutely. On the, on the- I'll, I will, uh, I will link the Ted talk at how do you write So that if anybody doesn't know who she is, you can go over there and, and we'll put that in there because she's, she's, and she's, I think an essential person to listen to when you're a writer, when you're thinking about vulnerability and truth and empathy and shame, we all have to be thinking about these things. And she's the foremost researcher. Yes. So, yeah. Amazing. yeah. Well, yeah. what would you like to tell us about you right now? What, um, where can we find you? What book would you like us to check out? Um, give us a little about you. Yeah. So
1: newest book, Rediscover Your Sparkle, is going to be out June 2019. Uh, e-book will be uh, uh, sooner or later will be free. So, uh, and so just download it, read it, hopefully get a bit of sparkle back into your life. It's, so, a yeah. it's a wonderful title. It's a wonderful concept. Yeah, I wrote it for me. <laughs> I write all my books for me, but I've written this one especially for me.
0: And did writing it help you rediscover the sparkle? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. And knowing it's going to be out in the world is going to, is helping me rediscover my sparkle. But actually, I think I need to read it and write it every day. <laughs> we to- do, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> I wrote another book, called Crappy to Happy, and that's really helpful as well. But um, Rediscovering Sparkle is, is shorter and even more accessible. So, yeah, I just really hope people pick it up, find one or two things that they help them on a daily basis. And, and um, let's get a bit more sparkle back in the world.
0: Thank <laughs> you. There can't be too much. Yeah. Where can, yeah. People, where can people find you? Uh, just look for me, Julie Schooler,
1: on any of the socials. Say hi. It's lonely down here at the bottom of the world, so <laughs> say hi.
0: We both have daylight at the same time, though. That's kind of interesting right now. So that's nice, sharing the same sun. Well, it has been a delight to talk to you. You are just – you are so sparkly. And I wish you very happy writing and keep in touch, okay? Yes. I'll check in the next time I'm in Auckland.
1: Yes. Yeah, when you
0: come down here, you better – yeah,
1: I'll show you around, something you haven't seen before in Auckland. I
0: would love that. There's plenty. (laughs) All right. Take care. Bye, Julie. Thank you. Bye.